We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, everything, everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. About. She's Lisa V. And he's Randall Keith. And this is another episode of Brunch Culture, the weekly show where everything is up for discussion. And this week we got a lot to talk about. (laughs) What? Oh, no. You're feeling your body. You found somebody. Oh no, that you got it bad. <laughs> well, I guess you do got it bad too. If you gotta let it burn, <laughs> let it burn. When it ain't the same, your body don't want to. But you know, ah, man, I feel real bad for laughing because, like, that's a real that's a real problem but it is but the way these memes going in and they was right on it they was like let it burn and i had no idea i'm watching it i'm watching and i keep saying people's like oh you know us out here letting it burn and i was was like what are people talking about and then you (laughs) give me details and it's like dang dang very bad news what did you hear the stuff about? What did you read the stuff about the the green stuff though? Because that's it's an article. I sent it to you. You sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah. The green stuff is just that. <laughs> it's not funny. I feel bad for laughing, and I started this. I can't so get past I, the green and stuff. And I, I love confessions. It's one of my favorite albums. Green stuff. Like, come on now. I. I mean, check this. <laughs> I just feel like. Honestly, when she saw something green, she should have been like, "Bruh, like this not happen." And like, what's green green stuff though? Like, come on now. I don't you can't let you you can't lay down with nobody and you see anything green? Like, come puke is, you know, puke is green. Even the emojis know that like green is bad. You know, they got like the puke from the emojis is green. Like, that's... yeah, it says quote in quote greenish discharge. Come on, lady. And she was just like Let's just go. Beyond he said nothing. He believing Raymond's statements that the discharge had been nothing and cleared up. She continued her relationship. Wait, so they had like an ongoing relationship? Apparently so. The saddest she thing was, is the- she was later diagnosed with herpes, complete with vaginal sores, fevers, chills. Dang. They need to give her more than one million dollars for all this. Nah, uh-uh. oh, she was she was the bridesmaid. She was a, a bridesmaid of like his wife at the time. She's his wife's she bridesmaid. Yeah, that's what she was a. Well, that's what that's what I heard when I first like started hearing about where happened. It was like he got he allegedly affected. This is the girl that he like cheated on his his uh, ex wife with. Oh wow, that's deep. That's even deeper. Right, right. Oh man. That's like, and like I mean, you say, golly gee, Willikers, Batman. Yeah, look here, <laughs> like that's a whole nother level. What <laughs> talking about payback? Talking about karma. <laughs> I'm on a new level. Look, wow. karma is all kinds of bees around here. That is, man. 
that's the one that's one sowing and reaping right there. Yeah, that's I just yeah. I, I green stuff, you know, the moral of this story is if you see green stuff coming out during the intercourse, it's time to leave. Like and I mean and again, not saying that like you know, picking on nobody with with diseases, but like you gotta let people know what's going on. You got to protect yourself and you can't fall for the okie doke being like, oh no, it's just one time it, it cleared up. Like, And she bruh, probably think he's Usher. Run me some papers, folk. Like, <laughs> run me, what I could, run me some papers. <laughs> By the way, that's my favorite video. Black China. This is for Black China, Flat Tummy Tea, all that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Let It Burn was your favorite video. No, no. I don't that being that good. The girl on Instagram, <laughs> the Instagram girl that goes, Meanwhile, Black China's out here getting surgery. She's like, I'm out here drinking black tummy tea like it's pink Moscato. <laughs> Me and Raw uh, still fat. And you in surgery. And you in surgery. That junk is hilarious. Like, you said that to me. I died. That's that, hilarious. That girl, I watched that video. I watched it just yesterday. Like last night I was cracking up. I was taking a break from work and I was cracking up. And you in surgery. And you in surgery. We got to post that to the brunch culture page. That junk never gets old. Me and Rob still fit. <laughs> Oh gosh! So, in other uplifting news, let's talk about some uplifting stuff. Some some good stuff. Some what's what's happening? Well, we got student two... loan paperwork might be burnt down. Student loan burnt, like, I I burnt down, burnt up, burnt down, Lost. missing, gone, ain't here. I don't know where le- where it went. How y'all get rid of it? Please don't find it. Right, you do it how you want to. Now, I was real mad about this article though because I got government loans and so i'm like why i mean why can't just let the government loans just go you know like we talked about this you gotta it gotta be about everybody look it can be with everybody but it must start with me didn't michael jackson say something like that like he's coming to men in the mirror it it gotta start with me (laughs) (laughs) the loans in the mirror i'm searching for the loans in the mirror oh I'm asking you to change my pain. <laughs> I look, we gotta let these loans all the way well, go. Federal, you can just defer them. Nah, my but I still got to eventually pay them. My own girl told me, "Girl, yeah, I paid off my uh private. I'm thinking she been paying off the federal. <laughs> no. She talking about, oh, I paid my private. I said, so when you start working, oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, I finna defer them to forever. <laughs> That's so terrible. That is terrible. She's talking about you got to pay off them privates, though. <laughs> they, they don't play, but you can get yeah. a private federal, girl. I was like, that. I've heard of the private loans, like, finding a way to, like, garnish people paychecks and stuff. And, like, yeah, that's, you don't. Yeah, you gotta, I, ain't, I ain't with that. Because if I ain't got no, look, if I ain't got no place, if I don't got no paycheck, then I ain't got no place to stay. If I ain't got no place to stay, you surely never get no more money from me. For real, for real. So, like, no, yeah, I remember when I used to work at the bank, and people used wages used to get garnished. Man, they used to come in there, and it's like nothing you could do. I was just like, it's. I was. They was like, "How am I gonna pay my rent?" And crying. I'm. Mean, that's a horrible feeling. I can't. Even I don't imagine. wish that on anybody. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like that's that's for real. For real rough. 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, shout out to everybody that is that have private loans that are possibly, potentially, likely going to get uh, their loans forgiven. Like I didn't even read the full article because I I read the first part that said private loans and not private lenders, and I was like, wow, right, this ain't for me. I can't, I can't be in this. But shout out to y'all. I ain't hating on you. I'm just, I'm a little jealous. Lose federal little, next. Just, I mean, right on out of here. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> right on out of here. Yeah. Beyonce let us see her twins. Beyonce let the world see the twins. And can I, I have to be honest, I looked at the picture like five times before I actually noticed that they were in the picture. Wow, Randall. Really? So I'm so used to people posting over and over pictures that of Beyonce like that she posts and... I had just I like I saw I had, like just woken woken up, so I was getting in my car, and I looked at it and I looked at the picture and I was like, oh that's nice, and I was like, oh this must be an old picture because in the photo her stomach looks flat, so I like zoomed in on Instagram, and I was like, yeah this, this must be before like she even got pregnant, so she was kind of, you know, signifying that this was going, and then I read the little caption. That says something like Rumi and Sir. And it never clicked at the time. Like, I didn't realize that it came from Beyonce. I didn't realize, like, what it was. And so it was, like, one one month today. And I was like, oh. And then I thought about it. I was, like, driving. And I thought, I was like, wait. Wait, did she, like, because I guess that's their name. Is that the kid's name? So then I go back to Instagram. Rumi and Sir. I thought it was Rumi. Oh, okay. You you giving <laughs> Remy Ma another child already? <laughs> it's like you can, yeah, you can tell they're artist child because it's like it's not, yeah. <laughs> but I think it. I thought it was a little, and it's, it's so it's so funny because my my best friend was like, I, I love those names. I think they're so cute. I was like, honestly, she could have named these kids Box, and y'all would have thought like, <laughs> oh my gosh. The, I love the word B has always been. You get it? Beyonce, Box, B. It's three. It was her, Jay-Z, and Blue Ivy. And then they had a box and the baby came out of the box. Beat the box up. It would have been all this kind of stuff. Like, what? <laughs> like, what, what? But no, I actually thought it was. It, it is cool. The one thing that I do appreciate about celebrities and, and creatives, I feel like, you know, they have the freedom to just kind of to to be free and just say, you know, create names that they want to create. And they're, they're generally pretty, um, pretty different. Like the name blue Ivy. It's so funny. I remember hearing it and thinking like, wow, I think she's going to have such a different name, but I think now I hear it so much that it's like, that is a, it, it, it seems, it doesn't seem abnormal, you know, it's like, Oh, blue Ivy. Then I do like the whole, like Ivy, Ivy, Y. And then the IV, like Roman numeral. Like, I think that's, that the whole thing. I was like, ah, I guess they kind of get me. This makes sense. <laughs> well, congratulations to the Cardis. Congratulations. Beyonce has three children. That is interesting. Um, <laughs> no, it. I mean, it is. You you think about like we've been watching this lady for twenty years. Twenty mm-hmm. years. Like literally, we've watched. I mean, of course, like what she shown she shown us, but like we've watched her. Since what she was what sixteen, seventeen, and that is or sixteen actually, yeah, I think it was sixteen because she's what thirty six now, thirty five, thirty six, going on thirty six, so somewhere around there. Like that's 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 it's interesting, it's insane, but I do think it. I am a little excited though to see um, 
her comeback and to see like what her work is going to look like now. Like, is she going to be the, you know, let's get out and dance real hard. Or is she going to like how she's going to change up her career now? If the kids being like a mother of three even matters because, you know, she came out like she seemed a lot more young and free after having mm. blue Ivy. So. Maybe she'll be more like Mariah Carey now. I'm going to reserve all comments. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to ask this question on the basis that it might incriminate me. <laughs> Did you see that video of that guy? That drunk guy? I refuse to ask this question on the basis that it might incriminate me. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I'm thinking about that Mariah Carey video you sent me. I know. That was... I couldn't stop laughing. And I have a... <laughs> I have a friend that really loves Mariah Carey, so I ain't gonna ride on Mariah Carey because it is a bit rough, but honestly, yo, that video was hilarious. That video was, and I think it was, shout out to uh, the uh, the podcast, uh, Melanin J. I think he's the one that posted it, and he posted it, and he said something, I think it was, oh yeah, it was like, it was like the caption said, um, out me. It was like me. And it was like, I hate lazy people. And it was like, also me. And it was that video of her dancing. <laughs> I cracked my side from laughing. It was hilarious. Like it just, you know, <laughs> me, me, I just don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, and I feel like I honestly, even with all of this, people are like, would you go see, go to a Mariah Carey concert? I would. I honestly would. One, to say that I've gone, but two, that has to be hilarious to see in person for real, for real. Like, I so you're going spend, to laugh. Yeah, because I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money, like for real, for real. And I do, you know, I would love to, I would honestly wouldn't mind going and seeing her lip sync. I'm okay with that because it's like the feel. It's Mariah Carey. Like this person has been out since the 80s. Like, my parents used to listen to Mariah Carey, so this is dope. I'm I'm cool with that, but yo, it would be hilarious, honestly, to see like think about when the guy picked her up and she started off like looked like she was like climbing up with her arms on the other guy's back. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> what? I feel like she'd be medicated half the time. I, don't I thought know. she was drunk. That video, she had to be, she had to be drunk. That couldn't have been. Yeah, she was drunk. <laughs> and you said, her, but her reality show, she seems like she's always under the influence of something. You think so? Well, I didn't watch all of it. I only watched one episode, so I don't know. Yeah, I only watched one episode, but that was enough for me <laughs> to be like, this lady is... <laughs> she's on one. Look, I have... Like, every year her single is, like, number one, right? That uh, Christmas, her Christmas single, All I Want for Christmas. It's, it's the past. Yeah, I think it's like number one every year during Christmas time. It's like the number one Christmas song. So she consistently, besides the fact too that Mariah Carey has been writing her songs since, I believe, like if not the 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 eighties when she came out, like the early nineties. But she's definitely been writing songs and been a writer. And one thing I respect her too is as a writer, she has been able to write songs that are relevant throughout all those times. So I think that that's dope. But, uh, so she's paid. I say all that to say she's paid. Obviously, she's not, like, out here hurting for money. Um, so I really feel like she just don't really care. Like, she probably, like, I'm up here because I can be and I want to be. 
I mean, you know, dance. Who dances? Like, you don't got to really dance. If you just swing your arms a little bit, like, smile at your dancers. And the, the funniest things, too, is the dancers be going full out. Like, they be working hard for those checks. And it's like, I mean, your girl just kind of kicking it, yo. Like, Mimi is just <laughs> like, it's all good. It's all right. <laughs> well... We gotta. We definitely gotta talk about this. We didn't want to talk about the Pied Piper. Um, oh Lord, Mister Robert Kelly is yeah. really literally trapping people in the house, not trapping them in the closet. Apparently, trapping them in the room, according to the one lady. She was like, "You got, you got to ask for permission to leave the room." I was like, "Dang, you can't leave out the room." Uh, like, to eat, and he takes your cell phones and replaces them with a. Cell phone. It's just that's what intense. It's real. Yeah, it's a his lot. former assistant. Like when said these are, you know, but I'm like, how do you, as a person with a moral compass, how do you be his assistant for years and see this going on and not quit or say something? Maybe she, I don't know. probably money. And that's the, honestly the 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 toughest thing is, you know. A lot of the people that are saying, except the girls that are saying that they were in the situation, but people that are like, oh, you know, that makes sense. Or, oh, I was in his camp. Like, you know, I work for him and I was around that type of behavior. You know, you kind of start to ask like, yo, like what was going on? Or like, what does that say about you? And then honestly, how do people know? Because even when people bring up the arguments of like, oh, okay, well, you know, you just mad because something you got fired or you went south. It kind of is one of those things. It was like... Well, you see, do you see why people have some sort of room to say that? Because you all of a sudden now you want to say something and you weren't maybe you weren't saying this before because, you know, I've never heard that detail of it. Um, the whole situation is honestly really jacked up. It is really disgusting. And it's so hard because I was talking to a friend about it today. And I don't doubt like I'm not I'm definitely not one of those people that's like, oh, you know, R. Kelly is people are just trying to defame him and all this because it's kind of like i mean you know <laughs> he's defaming himself exactly like over the years <laughs> you know r kelly hasn't necessarily been the most sensible guy if you will i mean i've i've i still haven't seen the the whole sex tape thing just the idea of like somebody getting peed on i was just kind of like no but then it's like somebody's getting peed on and this is a, a minor and then finding out that he actually really was married to Aaliyah and she was like 15 or 16 or something like that and then his latest girlfriend I guess apparently was like 19 and even seeing that interview clip when they were like all right the the um uh, was it Tori um the yeah uh Toro Tori or something Tori yeah. He he uh he asked him, you know, if you if you like are attracted to like teenage girls or whatever. Or did he said, yeah, he, he said, yeah, yeah. Girl. What age and are you talking? Like, yeah, well, what age are you talking? And it was kind of like, I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> bro. Like, I don't think that was the best response. Like, even if you felt that way, like maybe this doesn't help your case. <laughs> so I'm definitely not one of them people that's gonna be on some. Oh, people just mad at his legacy and trying to ruin his legacy nah bruh i feel like even if that were the case he honestly has given you enough information that is like all right well <laughs> i mean 
what more what more can I show you and what what more can I tell you so before you just actually really believe that this is a thing um I just but it's it's really complicated too because these girls apparently um from what I heard they were talking about on Ricky Smiley morning show the other day and from what I heard like apparently these girls are like at right now the the women that are at his house they're all of age and so it gets really really complicated in that it's hard to justify that adults are brainwashed right um Mm -hmm. you can definitely hear from people like there was a i watched the clip of the family talking and apparently one of the young there was another young lady that came on with them and she said that she was she used to be a part of like the the girls that were in the house and stuff like that and i think some kind of way she kind of came to her senses or got out or somebody helped her or something like that but uh she was saying like these things actually happen. So I think just having somebody that testifies that I too was one of these. And apparently this, is, this is something that's been going on for years. So they have women that were a part of that. I guess they, maybe they got too old. He kind of just set them free or whatever, but it it is all really, really sad, weird and uncomfortable. And I don't know. How do you feel about people? Cause if, have you heard like people kind of liken it to uh, Hugh Hefner? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like, I, I haven't heard the, the Hugh Hefner, but were those the Playboy match? Did he yeah. was it anything that he like kept them there against their will, or like because I I feel like with the Hugh Hefner thing, it was more of a public display. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is like a something private that he doesn't publicize that he has these women in his house like this yeah that which is true that that definitely that's a that's a good point too i think the other thing though because a lot of people are saying like i guess the girl the girl's family she the girl's family is saying like you know she's there against her will and she wants out but apparently the same girl that they're talking about i watched the tmz video and she's saying how she's not being held against her will and you know she doesn't know what's going on with her family what i will say though is she definitely seems extremely young like listening to her talk and not to pick on the young lady because she likely is a victim but when they asked her how long she's been talking when's the last time she talked to her parents and she said something and she was like like six five months and I was like who says numbers backwards (laughs) like what (laughs) and then she was like um they were like they asked her when was the last time and she said off and on for like six five months and i was like wait wait wait, you missed the question and the only reason i point that out because like it was weird and i kind of chuckled but then i was like see to me this is i started to think this and i'm like well is this really rehearsed or do you is this coming from you like you know what i'm saying like are you because it sounds like you were expecting a certain question to come and you answered based on that question without even having cognizance of what they actually said. Um, and she just seemed really, really young. And for this girl, she was like, you know, I won't speak on anything about me being, I will say that I'm not being held hostage, but I won't speak on where I'm living. I won't speak on, um, you know, other things that are going on. Like, I'm just not going to speak on that. And to me, it was like, well, this could definitely, it definitely kind of seems like, oh, girl is saying, I, I want to speak on things that I haven't really been trained or kind of ran by somebody. I don't know. It just seems really, really weird. And I just hope, because you think about how these little girls' lives are going to get like messed up. Like, yeah, they're young now and it probably seems cool. You probably have like, you know, he probably buys you stuff and takes you places. And all this is, of course, I'm speculating, but 
they're young. And so imagine like when they get older and they start thinking about, well, this is the life that I live. Like if you are being brainwashed, like somebody with a lot of money, power and fame has brainwashed me. And the crazy thing is you still have people that are saying like, yo, he should be like, he should be praised for this. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's uncomfortable. It's crazy. Yeah. So <clears throat> I hope they get free. Cause I feel like he's doing, I, 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 tend to believe that this is happening um just because his record um his interaction with younger women his uh fascination with sex um through his throughout his music uh it it reaches new levels and he compares it to everything i told you when i heard that zoo song about the monkeys it was just it just was starting to get real real weird (laughs) (laughs) i was just like when you start yeah, I, I Kelly, you gotta, you gotta find some other things to talk about. Right, something I else, do, I, please. I, I wish that I, I did love this song. I wish, I wish, I wish. The thing that's really challenging, though, I'm gonna say this and shut up about uh, Mr. Kelly, but uh, it's really challenging though because a lot of songs, and I'm not, I'm saying, I'm not saying like challenging about going to support like him now and like purchasing him st- his stuff, but I started watching. Just I was going through some old photos um on my computer and i saw a video from my stepmom's wedding and uh we were dancing to step in the name of love and i hadn't heard the song in forever but for whatever reasons this song since then has been stuck in my head and so i bring up r kelly and that song comes up and it's stuck in my head and i'm singing and i'm like gosh i just feel like why 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 like why does this have to be stuck in my head? Why can't I take this out? Like it, he has so many songs that were very catchy, that were very popular and step in the name of love being one of those songs that kind of like, it was everywhere. Like every black event you were dancing to it, you were singing to it. So it kind of is like one of those songs. It's like the electric slide, right? Like the electric side is like infused into everybody's like life and what you're used to. So it's kind of like, yo, that's going to be really, really awkward and really weird to be like, yo, I'm dancing to the song to this man that's like out here, you know, like, you know, what was the most girls are awkward. And I felt like craziest thing, a lady on my timeline that I've known for, for a long time since I was a little girl, she is a huge, the biggest R. Kelly fan. Like she goes to all his concerts when he's in town and so she posted a picture with her and him at, I guess, one of his last concerts. Mind you, she's married, like, a manager at a bank. And she was like, um, y'all better get off my boy Kelly. I'll be his sex slave. <gasps> and I'm like, what the heck? And see, like- ma'am, it's ignorant people like you. That's why, honestly, he does this stuff probably because he realizes that there's going to be stupid people that no matter what, you know, insinuates what, what things that insinuate it, fact show, whatever comes out, y'all just going to be like, Oh, well he's R. Kelly and he's great. Like, come on. And she's a woman. I'm just like, wait a minute. What, what are we doing here now? (laughs) What's going on? Like ridiculous. That's pretty stupid. (laughs) <laughs> so y'all tell us what y'all think about mimosas and orange juice tell us what y'all think about you know this confessions burning thing 
uh, with our dear friend. You so disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> you are so disrespectful. Did y'all see the twin pics from Beyonce? burning thing. That's like, come on. <laughs> Student law. Y'all sorry. Excuse my ignorance. But I just saw a video <laughs> where they took the confessions video where he get the news and put this. This was when he got the news about the All right. <laughs> You're done. That is so wrong. Social it's media. Not, I'm sorry, is y'all. I, it's my, it's my fault. All Pray time, Become low. a better person. This is terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what y'all think about uh, Robert Kelly. We sh- we should have known from the beginning. He says he's a self-proclaimed pedophile with the Pied Piper. Um, just let us know what you think. Hashtag ChatBC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll be back with our main dish. Well, we're back with our main dish. Today's main dish is the role of friendships in relationships. Now, we all know that when we get in relationships, our friends have an opinion about them. Uh, They want to know what they do, when it was their last relationship, do they want to be serious or not? They got all these questions, especially for women. I don't know if it's the same for dudes, but for women, your friends, your homegirls, especially your best friend want to know who is this person? Are they going to be a good fit for you? You tell them your, their name before, before you can even get to the other details. They already on their social media page. Cause when you said their name, they went and put their name in the, their search bar on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They already six weeks deep on a timeline, trying to find something, trying to see who, what girls commenting, trying to get context clues so they have ammo. Um, and so all of their, their research is going to play into the relationship. And when you tell them things, um, they're going to bring them back up. Cause it's, it's so hard. Like when you have friends and you want to vent about your boo to your friends and then you get over it and they don't. And so, then you got to go through that whole thing. Um, so our friends play a great, um, a great role in our relationships. And I think they only have kind of like maybe a one month window to impact us. Cause once we like the person, they can say what they want and we'll vent to them and call the person all kind of stuff when we mad, but when we good, we kind of like, you don't want to hit. Yeah. And so what brought this about, I want to talk about this because I sent, Randall applies video um, because sometimes I think plies he he can be kind of vulgar but sometimes he's funny when he's talking about real stuff like relationships and stuff and so he said something that I thought Randall would agree with because Randall always talks about homegirls he was just like if a girl has a lot of friends he doesn't really put much stock in the friends because they only gonna be friendly to him when the girl is on good terms with him but if the girl is mad at him, they're going to be mad at him, too. Don't and see so, the law there. <laughs> so I just thought about, I thought this would be a good topic. On the role of friendships and relationships, do they help us? Do they hurt us? Do they even matter at all? Uh, what do you think, Randall? So I do, I agree with the point that you made when you suggested that it likely could be different for men and women. Um, I think that... It is very, hmm, 
I think that it can be different. And I say this, and this is more of why I feel like the nature of, of, of men versus women, um, and friends, right. Is that men are let men is men are more like, you know, you can tell me about them. You can tell me about this person and then like we'll meet and, you know, it's kind of go from there. It's just kind of like cool up front. Like, let's, you know, from jump, we just cool. Like it is what it is. I feel like women are more of like, mm, let me meet him. I want to see for myself. I want to make a judgment on myself. And I feel like maybe you can have some, you know, some guys that are like that as well. But I think that kind of becomes like the first thing that's just very different. So I definitely agree with you there. Um, so for me, and I found <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's really, it's interesting. Um, I found that friendships are important and what my friends think about a person, um, especially my really close friends matters in the sense that, I feel like I, my friends are a reflection of who I am. Right. I feel like I'm, I try to be a very logical person and I feel like my friends are as well. So if my friend brought an issue or had an issue, I would, I would probably listen or it probably would be a little tough because for me, and I say this and this is really hard, but we've had these, we've had, I know I've mentioned this before. Friendships are, and solid friendships and people that have been in my life in, in, in the beginning stages of a relationship, I feel like my friends matter more than the relationship. And I mm-hmm. only say that because I, I have, my friends are like an extension. It's like my family. It's like extended family. So I expect them to always be around. So I'm not going to like, you know, kick my friend to the curb for a relationship that I don't know if it's going to be here or not. And when it ends, I'm likely going to go back to my friends and my comfort. So for me, you know what my friends say matters. Um, however, I do have an expectation of my friends to be logical, to be understanding, to not just make a, you know, comment just cause like, Oh, well I don't like, I don't like, like, what she was wearing or I just don't like that she got short hair or something, you know, something stupid like that. Like it got, it has to be something that makes some sense. It has some, like some substance to it. And it's not just some, I'm just saying stuff just because I'm nitpicking or something like that. Um, so for me, it, they, they like those, my friends, their, their comments matter more so in the beginning, um, probably a little bit more than longer than a month. But I just want to hear what you're saying. Like, I, w- I want to know if you're thinking, you know, personality wise, we clash or if you're thinking like, hey, you're more considerate. And maybe you're not seeing like some you're not considering like how or you're not seeing how you're not being considered in this way or something like that, like substantial stuff for me. That's that's what matters. Yeah. So you think how long would it take you for your friend's opinion not to matter anymore if they didn't like the person? You said you need. Obviously, it's gonna be longer for than a month for you. How? How? What's the? What's that cut off? I don't know. When you commit to them and say this is who I'm with. So I don't know because for me it's a little like why you? What you mean you don't like them? Like that's I, you know me. I'm always like okay, so let's be sensible, right? I don't, I'm not here with the I just don't like. I just don't like this because like, I don't like that for me is like, so what's the reasons? What's the basis of that? So I I guess I don't really know. Um, it, it all it's, it's so it's weird. Cause I feel like it's circum it's circumstantial. Uh, and I can say that I've never been in a situation where 
I've my friends like, yeah, I don't think that this is going to work or I don't think it's bad. And I think I always approach my friends with like, what am I doing wrong? So, yeah, I've never had that situation. So it's a little tough for me to to think that like I have I'll yeah, I'll say I don't have the expectation of my friends to just outright like not like somebody because I don't approach friends like that. Uh, male friends or female friends like I don't I don't approach who you date like if you were to start saying like I'm talking to you know Joe Bob I'm not gonna be like oh well wait till I meet Joe Bob because I want to see I'll be like oh okay like what do you like about Joe Bob now if I start finding out that like Joe Bob ain't got no job you know Joe Bob might be like a youth pastor but that's all Joe Bob is and Joe Bob probably make like you know two percent of the ten percent that come to the tithes and the tithes a month is probably like a thousand dollars and i'm like well you know lisa um (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) i don't know if joe bob is like who you need to be with but i you know i will never approach it i personally i never try to approach things like a you know this person's horrible i always believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt so i don't really know what that cutoff would be for me i think it's circumstantial yeah i don't know because i i think the when you get into relationship for myself i i was mad at one of my best friends from high school for like a year because i was dating this guy well the guy that i thought was the love of my life who was a hard i won't say he was a horrible person it just ended it really ended up bad Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) she could not stand him for anything she used to tell me every chance she got like he's not good for you blah 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 and so she was really tight with my parents too. Uh-huh. So she ended up for some some kind of way she ended up going to dinner with my parents. And they didn't like him either. And so they had my parents and her had a conversation about my relationship with him. And she told me she was like, "Yeah, me and your me and your mom and dad was talking." And I was so pissed off. Like I was like so mad cuz I felt like they were in cahoots against my <laughs> mind you now i'm the stupid one oh <laughs> <laughs> that's how it work out right <laughs> and so it was like i just stopped talking to her all together about him and then yeah end up being the one who was the dead wrong but you know when you're in that phase where you feel like you love someone and your friends or family try to say something it's like you almost alienate yourself from them Cause you like, uh, uh-uh, y'all, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all don't know him like I do. Yeah, and you, cause you don't, you're so, you're so like in love, and you see, you see all of the good things, or, or, or all of the potential, or just kind of like you'd be like, oh, well, they're not with this person when they make me laugh, or when we just have a good time, or when they allow me to be myself. So they don't see all that stuff, but they probably do see kind of some of the Buster move stuff. And again, I do feel like, cause I think about, I remember. I don't want to put nobody out. Dang, that's kind of bad. So I have a, I had a friend <laughs> that um, we were in college and she was uh, talking to this guy and she ended up telling me about like, hey, you know, my friends, my, my like girlfriends, they're kind of upset. Like they really don't like him. They keep telling me that he's bad for me, yada, yada, yada. And so she started explaining to me the situation and you know, having not known, not known this individual, like the guy, but hearing all of the reasons that her friends 
said that they didn't like him and her kind of confirming that all of those things were true. I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, <laughs> like, so what's the, what are the good things? Like, why do you like him? What does he do for you? And her inability to really explain that thoroughly was kind of like, yeah, I think he's probably not the best. And I think this is maybe a couple months later, like everything just hit the fan and she was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) So do you feel that you don't feel the need to rescue people when they tell you all the bad stuff about their relationship? Nope. So I do. have. Yep. Check this. So I definitely had a situation with a friend I was really close to and um, it was a homeboy of mine. And the situation he was in was just really bad. It just wasn't good. And like kind of had to know from jump that it wasn't good. Um, And he should have known from jump was good. I feel like I maybe I was probably the only one that was telling him from jump that it wasn't good. But it was it was on some very like. You know, you kind of meeting someone and they start off with like a financial hardship type thing. <laughs> and it kind of seemed like that hardship just like don't ever, they don't ever recover from that financial hardship. And I'm I, I'm one, you know, I'm not really for the expectation of a woman that, oh, he finna pay my bills because like, nah, <laughs> like that's not. You know, you might want to holler at a 50 or 60 year old if that's what you're looking for. Because I'm finna run and tell you. Like, that's just not, you know, we all out here trying to get it. I don't mind helping you out. But, like, you know, us dating is not the the contract for me to pay your bills or, like, take care of your finances. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, that kind of started in a situation. I remember explaining to my friend, like, hey, you know, like, you might want to consider this. Like, this is not, you know... And I did definitely take the position like, I don't think this is the right situation for you, honestly. And that kind of ruined our friendship. And, you know, it took a while for us to get our friendship back because of that. So I have a position now, like I'm not trying to save nobody from something that they want to be in. If you ask me a question, I'll tell you my 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 position. I'll tell you how I feel about it. I'll try to, like, make it plain and draw it out logically. But I'm not going to save you from something that you decide that you want to be in because obviously you there because you want to be. So because I feel like when you start to do that, that will you'll get annoyed with the friend and then you'll potentially lose out on a friendship or y'all kind of fall apart because, you know, this person is going to be around. They're so happy that this person is in their lives and it's kind of like, yeah, but I don't really I can't really kick it. I don't want to be around somebody that is, you know we're going to that's all that has expensive taste with no money like (laughs) i just kind of feel like this you know and then don't hit me with the oh well let's split the bill and you're like oh well we can just split it halfway nah folk we gotta uh we got a body that's over here that need to be paying this needs to be like split evenly, completely evenly. Like I it just, it's stuff like that. That's just a little weird. So yeah. <laughs> well, I get it. Cause I mean, the, the crazy thing is I told the story, just told the story about me and my high school best friend and me being pissed off with her and not talking to her for a while because she said something about the dude I was with. But then I turned around and did that to somebody else mm. because what was the crazy thing is because I had went through that horrible situation, I wanted to save my friend and I did too much. 
and so that turned into an issue and yeah we we haven't been right since but (laughs) but it is it it can be it can be you can go too hard i've been on both ends of it where you somebody goes too hard on you and then you go too hard on somebody else and then it's just like and the crazy thing is even when you go too hard on people's relationship you could be right and it they not work out with that person but the way you the way y'all situation or the conversations that went on in that situation still caused the rift even if they separated the from the person right because they feel that that sense of betrayal from the the friend is kind of like well you know you you were telling me what to do or you're bossing me around or you're not letting me live my own life or you know i don't say anything about your relationships and you know, you tell me all this stuff, but I don't hate it. that type of stuff. I feel like that creates it starts to bring out other things or other issues and they start to kind of sync together. And it just is not a good look. Um, yeah. So I just don't I, I think I think it can kind of open up a can of worms to other things because somebody is so deep in. Honestly, I, I'm under the belief at this point that like unless somebody is kind of beating you down, I don't really have anything to say about it. Like. <laughs> Just because I've had a, I've had that situation where I I did lose a friend because of my comments and I and I I thought back then and I was much younger but I thought back then that it was my duty to to save you to to like as your friend I should see what's coming and then kind of stop you but I just yeah I think now that you know whatever but and I also say that I say that but. On the flip side of that, I also believe that it is not, you know, if you start dating kind of what along the lines of what Plies was saying, why he doesn't mess with like a girl's homegirls because or her friends, because it is like, so you think about these people don't owe loyalty to you. They own loyalty to their friends. So it's kind of like there's really no sense in us being buddy, buddy. Like we can be cool. We can be cordial when we out. I don't need your phone number. Um, we don't need to be like having extensive conversations about anything. Like if it happens organically, cool. But I do believe in like, I'm not really interested in trying to invest, you know, more than I need to when I'm around you and your friends. And I only say that because when this junk goes south or if I do something that you share with them, depending on how they are, you know, I'm being shaded all the time. I'm being excluded. They're going to add, they're going to, you know, develop the homegirl syndrome. And then everything that I do is really going to be horrible. Like it's never going to be enough. I could be like, Oh, I bought you a, a Benz. And they'll be like, well, Rolls Royce got to sell on. And it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, this, this is not good. Yeah. What do you think? Because is when we talk about friends and I mentioned before, like bending to them, where do you think that line is because it's like tough because you want if you know that y'all gonna get back together but you just need a vent but you don't want them to hate them depending on the incident it's like how do you keep that balance it depends on the person right so you can have i don't feel like every i feel like the details of a relationship you have to reserve for point people right like you got your you got you have your point folks that you go to and that needs to be like one person or two people and i only say two people just because you know 
putting that reliance on one person, that one person maybe not being una- maybe being unavailable is challenging. I don't believe that all of your friends need to know. I believe in, you know, the privacy in the relationships. I believe that, you know, the fact that you're in a relationship and especially the details of a relationship is really not nobody's business um, besides the people that you choose to share it with. And when you share it with that person, with those people, you have to make sure that that person is someone that is not going to judge you know, the person that you're with and that person understands that honestly, nobody's perfect. And when I come to you as a friend to vent about my relationship, I'm I'm not trying to give you, you know, details to hate this person. But what I'm really trying to do is think through it and talk through it. I'm trying to see how I can approach them, approach them with their flaw. I need you to actually give me feedback as well to help me see how maybe the flaw that that they're doing that it's annoying me how I do that in other areas of my life or maybe I'm doing the same thing to them like I feel like that's what those point people are so I feel like you can have everybody is not that person even some people that proclaim to be those people aren't those people I personally have had <laughs> um a situation like that with somebody that is really cool and actually a really it has really great qualities in terms of being a friend, but once you kind of open, you know, Pandora's box of giving information about somebody that you're dating, that person brings that information up at the most inopportune time. So you're in a group setting and that person is like, Oh, so what about this? Wait, what? <laughs> like, why are we talking about that? Like, that Oh, wasn't, that wasn't supposed to gr- for the group. Yeah, that exactly. That was for you and I. Oh, well, you know, Randall's going through a breakup. Wait, what? <laughs> like, oh, well, oh, yeah, you're going through. Oh, you guys should talk about it because Randall is going. Huh? No, no, we don't. That's not. I didn't tell you that for like the group. I told you that for you or a person just asking about like the update and the status just in front of like folks. That's like, this is not this ain't it. Like, I didn't tell you this just so you could have ammo or like talking points. Find something else to talk about. Like scroll through Instagram and show me a picture and let's have a discussion about that. Don't talk about, you know, my personal business. But I that's I realize that's me because I'm very private in that sense. I do believe that, like, you know, it, it ain't for everybody. I'll say that. I think I think that it's not the details of what's happening in a relationship or the status, even if a relationship is going bad, it's not for everybody to know that's going bad because everybody can't take it. They can't handle it. You know, maybe they approach things with good intentions, but the way that it comes across, it actually reminds you of something bad or it brings up it. You already wounded and you're trying to heal from the wound, but they, you know, pull the, the bandaid off and it's like, Oh, there's a, there's a sword. And it's like, well, wait, we know this. Like I'm trying to get through this. So I feel like you should have, Point people, preferably two people, go to those people, you know, allow them to help you and to support you. But I honestly don't feel like because a person is your good friend, they should have all the details. And just because a person, definitely because a person is your friend, like there's certain things that everybody just don't need to know because everybody is not going to handle it with the level of care that you might need them to. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all tell us what y'all think about friendships and relationships how do y'all deal with it what are y'all guidelines and rules that y'all abide by hashtag chat bc and let us know we would love to interact with you guys and talk about this topic we'll be back with our toast or roast toast or roast
We are back and it is time to get into our toast or roast. And this week, I've been trying to really, really just, you know, be on the up and up, be positive and be good and not really roast nobody. But this week I got to roast. Y'all know Michael Vick. Um... And not just Michael Vick, right? Because I'm going to, in my roast, I'll give some, a little bit more context, but the people that seem to think that there's nothing wrong with what Mike Vick has said, and they aren't Mike Vick himself. I'm not so much, I'm disappointed, annoyed with Mike Vick. But I'm uh, uh, let's just, let's just get into it. I'm annoyed with a couple things here. Right. So if you, if you don't know, um, Michael Vick made the statement that, you know, Colin Kaepernick, when asked, you know, what should Colin Kaepernick do? Like, he's not, you know, he hasn't been signed. Like, what what is he what does he need to do in order to fix his career at this moment? And he starts off and he says, well, the first thing we got to do is we got to he say we got to cut that hair. He got to cut his hair. Um, it says, yeah, first things we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. Listen, I'm not up here to try to be politically correct. Even if he puts cornrows in there, I don't think he should represent himself in that way, in that way, in terms of just his hairstyle, just go clean cut. You know, why not? You're already dealing with a lot of controversy surrounding this issue. The most important thing that he needs to do is just try to be presentable. So here's a problem that I have with that. And I'm sure this is the problem that a lot of people have. Why? <laughs> Just think about it logically, right? You play football, you play football, you have to put on a helmet for your job, right? For the major portion of your job, the reason that you have endorsements, the reason that you're doing interviews, all of these things, the main reason your head is covered, you have on a helmet. If anything, your hair probably adds for more cushion, but that's about it. Like, I don't understand how that is logically something that you feel like needs to happen. However, I can I say that I can understand that Mike Vick would have this response based on what helped him get to a place where he was in the good graces of the folks that think that ethnic hair and ethnic style and ethnic culture is great for entertainment, but should not be anybody's real life way of life and they can't be taken serious if that is it like it makes sense that he would think that so i'm more so mad at the people that kind of prim and prime him and that support that thought process like here here we go again with having to reject things that naturally happen to us our hair naturally grows out of our head if we don't cut our hair it naturally grows in that way we are not sitting around here saying that, you know, Caucasian members of the NFL need to be mindful and to make sure that their hair is cut and it should be presented in a certain way. Like, honestly, the man's hair is growing straight up and straight out. That is the way that it looks like this should not be something that we have to. This shouldn't be a thing. This shouldn't be a thing at all. Like we this we shouldn't be having this 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 conversation. However, I will say, too, and I'm roasting these people that are on social media that automatically go to call somebody a coon like we got to chill out with that. Right. Like it's just it's frustrating because I feel like, you know, this creates a space where people are afraid to 
to say how they feel and people can't be corrected. Nobody's going to hear if they go Nobody's going to hear you and hear your point of view if they say something wrong and you immediately go to, oh, you're a coon, you're a coon, you're a coon. Maybe he's not a coon. He's just misinformed. Honestly, maybe he's not a coon. He's just probably viewing this through the lens that he was told that he had to follow the path that he had to follow in order to get into the white good graces again. And we have to be able to teach him, have a teachable moment, say, look, bruh, that was wrong. It was really jacked up with what, you, what you're saying. The reason that it's jacked up is because you shouldn't have to fit a particular image when your main job is to play football. If you have the talent, if you're able to do that, you should be able to look how you want to look and be who you are in the same way that other people have that same ability. Now, if you're saying like, hey, you need to show up to, uh, you know, this event this gala or this interview with a a suit and tie on and that's a requirement that makes sense but honestly cutting something that grows naturally out of your hair to make other people feel comfortable likely because they can't grow it themselves is jacked up is messed up and we got to stop doing that and we can't do that by calling somebody a coon and mike vick that is not going to fix him he doesn't have an image problem like obviously he doesn't have an image problem there's so many other things that happen you were a felon for dog for dog fighting, yo, and you had to go through that to come back. This man utilized his rights. He protested. We are given those rights as American citizens, and he's being cast out and ostracized as a result of that. But you think that he needs to fix his image? Like, shut up, bro. Like, just don't say it at all. So this week. I know that was long, but this week I'm roasting Michael Vick and honestly, all of these people that sympathize with him and the people that automatically go to just saying, oh, he a coon, oh, he a coon, oh, he a coon. Honestly, we got to love a, a lot bit more on our brothers and sisters when they fall, when they when they say something that's stupid and be like, look, bro, honestly, you know, you acting real crazy. This looks bad. Like, I'm not going to say discredit your entire life, discredit everything you do. But I am. Go- I do want you to realize why this is problematic and why ca- continuing on with that type of rhetoric actually perpetuates the things that Colin Kaepernick is standing up for. Why? Because police and people in general continue to look at black people, black men, black women that fit a ethnic urban hood ghetto whatever stereotype and they classify them as not being as being incapable as being dumb as being violent as being violent all of these these negative things they have it has a negative connotation to it and if you in your position don't challenge that if you with this platform don't challenge that people will never wake up people will never realize how problematic it is and people will never realize how doing that to us also in some way does that to them whether it is as as fast as ready as you know as soon as it is it still is a problem so anyway that's my roast for this week yes well i'm roasting and toasting chipotle um (laughs) First of all, I want to toast to them because they are getting queso. Really excited about that. that. I did hear that. So I'm excited. They're testing it at their New York test kitchen. And I have no doubt that it's going to be a success there and spread throughout the franchise. Um, However, this week in uh, VA, some people got sick eating at Chipotle. Uh, And so I'm just trying to, I'm roasting them. And toasting them. First, uh, toasting because of queso. Roasting because what is going on? Yeah. 
Like, <laughs> why are we getting sick? I, I haven't got sick from there. But people are getting sick. Now, I want, I was on the high about this queso two days later. I'm, I'm trying to put the pieces together. Because people are filing the claim. The stock went down. It's just like, come on, guys. What is with it? Y'all can't get, I thought y'all was supposed to get this, these products. No uh, GMOs, all fresh from local farms. Are y'all not telling people how to clean stuff? Prob- what is the problem? Um, so that's that's my toast and roast. Chipotle, get it together because I really want to enjoy this queso. Yeah, I I, I, was, I want to do it and not be sick. I was thinking about it for lunch today and I was like, well, you know, I just saw that somebody posted an article about folks getting sick. I think I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> I think I'm good. Is this in your area? Yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm always good. (laughs) Well, we want to leave you with today's good vibe. Today's good vibe is commitment in the face of conflict produces character. Love it. Love all the C's in there, too. Yeah, that's character. Let that, yeah, let that marinate this week. Where's your character? What's your character saying about you? That's good. Yes. Yes, you got to have a good character. You don't... I was about to sing another usher song. Never mind. Uh, Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Brunch Culture. We appreciate you uh, listening each and every week. You can catch all our past episodes at brunchculturebc.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Um, just search brunch culture. You'll be able to subscribe on there. Leave us a comment and review. We appreciate those reviews. Those really help us um, and keep us encouraged. Keep us uh, moving up those iTunes charts as well. Yes. Uh, if y'all have show ideas, remember you can email us at brunch culture, BC at gmail.com. Uh yeah, is there anything else, Randall? Nope, I think that's it. Just as always, remember here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.